Hello fam, it's your girl Tish and welcome back to Tisha's Thoughts. Today I have one of my regulars and I'm really excited to chat with her on something new she's taking on. I guess that's weird to say it once we start talking about it, but anyways, hi friend, announce yourself my regular. Um, my name is Dominique, aka Nikki, yes. aka Black Bean Bella. Yes, <laughs> which yeah. we'll be hitting on. Y'all know my girl Nikki. If you listen to the first season, she was on a couple times, and as we end out season two, I figured. My friend's been on a personal new journey that she was willing to share about. And I was like, hey, let's do this to close out season two. And she was like, okay. And I was like, okay, so here we are. <laughs> and I'm just like really, really jazzed about this. So how how has we talked like a couple days ago? <laughs> <laughs> so how has the last couple of days been for you, friend? Um, been pretty good. Um, just, I, yeah, I don't, I, I'm sorry, I don't know how to answer that question. Um, I said I don't know how to answer it because I'm like, how much detail do I go into? <laughs> right. Um, um, Whatever you feel good. comfortable. I started a book with one of my little cousins. Um, she's 12. And um, she's, we're finding that she's in a position that she's not really being challenged in school. So I took it upon myself to find a book that she was really interested in. She's interested in government and history and black history. So we found a book and we started reading it. And so we had our little first meeting yesterday. That was exciting. Aww. So I guess that's like in the last couple of days, that's one of the big events that have happened. Oh, I love that. Uh, yeah. Being the history nerd that I am, I'm just like, yes, start them young. They like no, no stuff. There's so much that, uh, especially with Black history in this country, you know, we're a lot of us are just learning about. Or I didn't learn till my late 20s because it's always been so um, censored. The truth. Yeah. So I just, I love that for the younger generation, they kind of, it's a little bit easier to get that information and and retain it. So yeah, I can't wait to hear more about that. Yeah. Um, so today, you know, the, if you, you know, follow this podcast, you listen, you know, the main kind of theme here is mental health and one of the things that um, has 2020 left us with is kind of forcing a lot of us to, uh, I guess, pursue it in a deeper way than we probably didn't. So Dominique, Nikki, Black Bean Bella, all the, the wonderful names that encompass who you are um why don't you tell us you know start from the beginning of like where you how you got to 
where you are now and like the knowledge this new layer of knowledge of self that you have um okay well um i have spent i'll start by saying that i've spent the last i want to say like a year and some change maybe like a year or two um really acknowledging and um beginning the process of tackling and understanding some of the struggles that I've I've dealt with as a person um and you know all of those hot topic words that we hear being um used a lot today you know like childhood trauma and toxic um you know ways of thinking and all of these different areas of life be it creativity spirituality mental emotional relationships i've been doing a lot of looking at all of that stuff over the last year and a half and um obviously last year 2020 was a really crazy topsy turvy year for mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. just about and um i feel like i made a lot of headway in that i guess like um effort um in 2020 and um it kind of all kind of came i won't say it came to a head but i've reached a point now that it's all kind of um meshing together and so i've you know i'm in a place now as a person of wanting to explore a lot of things for myself but then also creatively i'm finding ways um to to express these newfound um realizations and like deal with them and accept them and like you know when you start having all of these realizations about life and yourself mm-hmm. you're like okay cool but what do i do with this information oh yes yes <laughs> so um as a creative i've done a lot of work in music i've done a lot of work in acting um but i'm at a point now where i'm really leaning into um this passion that i have discovered with words and writing and um it's been you know i've been spending the, the last little while just exploring some of those inner things the inner workings of who i am um and using the gift of words and writing as a way to sort through that and it's kind of like a new venture as far as creativity is concerned but that's like the roundabout idea of where i am yeah in the context of this podcast <laughs> yeah i um you know i i love that i love that's what, i think that's one of the things that sometimes makes kind of channeling your mental health and kind of getting in tune with it i feel like sometimes it's a little bit easier for a creative than someone maybe a little bit more and a political or kind of like logic based thinking you know science like those like stem kind of you need answers and this and it's like one kind of way whereas like the creative process is never like a straight shot mm-hmm. no matter what kind of creative you are and i think that makes it 
definitely easier to embrace a little bit. I won't say always. It definitely is just a little bit easier to embrace certain aspects when it comes to learning more about who you are when it comes to your mental health than other kind of uh, avenues of creation, I guess, or work. Um, all right, do you feel comfortable maybe sharing about like, how did you get to the point of like, I need to go a little bit deeper in who knowing who I am and what this mm-hmm. looks like Mm, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. So I feel like maybe, maybe it's a fail on my part because I didn't think about any of these things before we started our conversation. So I'm like, oh, good question. Uh, <laughs> totally fine. Um, but I would say, and and it's funny because I know the I know the the time. It was October. 2018 I um there was things shifting in my life a relationship was kind of ending Mm -hmm. um I had decided that I wanted to focus more on music and so I was trying to take the proper steps towards getting that to be my primary source of income as opposed to working all of my little side jobs and stuff um so those things along with some other things had kind of were kind of like shifting in my life and I started experiencing a lot of um new like health issues I was starting to have problems with my stomach digestion which I've always kind of had a weird thing with but uh, you know October 2018 it was like everything my body just like flipped the script and Mm -hmm. I was experiencing aches and pains everywhere um, a lot of back pain, a lot of stomach issues, um, and it it really kind of started then and has really only gotten you know worse over time. And so, a little bit about my history: a lot of women in my family, not just women, but a lot of the women in my family, particularly on my mom's side of my family have suffered from some type of autoimmune disorder, mm-hmm. disease. Um, and it, a lot of times, like my mom, for example, they got get really sick in their 30s. And um, I've always kind of been caught, like aware or like aware of aging and getting to that point and kind of like afraid of that. So when I started experiencing all of these you know, health issues. I, cause I was like 31 or something like that at the time. I really, it kind of really made me think about, okay, where is my body? Where is my mind? Mm -hmm. What can I do? Cause I didn't really have health insurance at the time. So I took it upon myself to figure out ways that I can start um, addressing the problems naturally and what I have within my power to do. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I mean, obviously in that moment, I mean, like at that time when it first started, I wasn't thinking, oh, I need to get my mind right. I need to like go to therapy and all this other stuff. Right. But that journey of just trying to figure out holistic ways of addressing these health issues I was starting to experience, I guess, started this journey of me realizing that I did have a lot of stress um, 
in my life, whether I realized it or not. And so, you know, kind of like facing that truth and yeah, taking it. Yeah. So that's where it started. Yeah. I, um, I will say 2018, like for, you know, most people like rough, like 2020 was rough year. Mm -hmm. And I will say for the two of us. The end of 2020, I mean, the end of 2018 was pretty shitty. We spent, like, how long looking for a place to live, first of all? (laughs) Um, that was, like, months. But then we finally got into one, and then it just, everything crumbling. It was just everything crumbled after that. It was like, you have somewhere to stay? Oh, well, here's what your real problems are. <laughs> yes. you. I mean, like, yes, both of us were like, relationships? Those relationships you've had? What are those? Uh, like, mental health? You, you mean, like, you want to wake up and actually do things during the day? Nah, no. what is that? <laughs> what? This city that you've lived in for so long, you now hate? <laughs> there's a lot yeah it was pretty great it was pretty great um yeah you started on this journey and um man I just even it's just so crazy because you can live with someone and even when you're learning these things about your own self and you see them going through stuff but you 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 can't really even fully comprehend until yeah like they're either you're you know whatever you're on the other side of it at times and Mm -hmm. and so kind of like even though I knew stuff you know hearing it it's just like dang it's like much worse than and then I feel like that too is like just as black women you know that's kind of um, you feel like you you just got to keep going and even though you yeah. you kind of know that there's some people in your corner you can't fully put your all your monies on it you're afraid yeah. to even though you probably should yeah you know like did you feel at that time um as you're figuring that out is just like I I don't know what else to do but just to keep doing what I've been doing before with some slight changes because I can't I can't hit pause. I don't have the luxury of hitting pause. Did you feel that way during that time? No. I didn't necessarily feel like I didn't have the luxury of hitting pause. I mean I mean I think I mean, I think that that reality was there, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't thinking about it because it's just like second nature. You just keep going Mm -hmm. until, you know. Yeah, that's true. It's it's not even a question of if, yes, it's like, (laughs) okay, so this is going to happen because otherwise I won't eat or like I won't have a place to live. Right. Um, But I... 
no, it wasn't like me feeling like I had to keep pressing on, but I did because I didn't, I think I just didn't know any other way to operate. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, you know, moving into 2019 and that was when I started you know, planning my move to North Carolina. That was when I was trying to do an album. I was like trying to plan a a whole show with like a band for the first time. And I was trying to do a video project and I had like taken on all these things, which is not out of character for me. Like that happens a lot or it had, you know, I'm totally guilty of doing that. And I didn't realize that I was just, you know, that was the, that was the, like I said, like moving into 2019 and all of the stuff that Mm -hmm. happened in like the first part of 2019, it was like, I, it, I, I was forced to realize how much I was demanding of myself without actually giving myself any kind of care, any kind of rest any any you know any of those things that we need to take care of ourselves yeah so it was kind of just like it was just kind of like I kept running and then all of a sudden I hit the wall that made me have to deal with all of the yeah (laughs) there'd be times I mean like you know our schedules are already like pretty opposite but there'd be times I feel like I'd go days without seeing you just because mm-hmm. of the um, the layers, the layers upon layers of work and different things you were were doing, and and so busy. Um, yeah, I feel like <laughs> it's really hard to unlearn, um, but it's like <laughs> I should fix this thing with being busier. Yeah, it's like no. Let's achieve more, girl. You'll get it. You'll you'll be happy if you just achieve more. Uh, yeah, you're not achieving enough. You're not you, working enough. Right. You what have you, these issues. Makes, yeah. What makes you think you need sleep? No, sleep is not the answer. Work is the answer. Work is the answer. <laughs> you're not productive enough, even though you've been awake for the last. 20 hours out of 24. Yeah, what? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. The brain is so annoying. It's just not loyal. I can't speak on anyone else's brain. I can only speak for mine and it's straight not loyal. Okay. Um, uh, I disagree. It's loyal. It's just we got to make sure it's being loyal to the right people. Yeah, that part. But sometimes I feel like it's not loyal to me. um yeah and it's just like uh, I feel like even with every like so much was stripped out of me heading into 2019 I still was like trying to figure out like what do I do next do I fix this right away and I can't I have to fix like and it's like you what you can't no that's not how this works like sit down okay sit down and and even though you know like some parts of who you are like I knew 
that I'm a slow processor that even though like the brain of mine can bounce from thing to thing and I struggle with you know ADHD whatever the focus but when it comes to actual being and doing it it takes time and and because my brain can jump from thing to thing to like really allow it to mold or change or whatever you want to call it and heal from whatever it was it's just like girl you thought you could do that two seconds yeah where and you trying to do the most (laughs) good luck you know so (laughs) as you're in this time um in 2019 you're just adding more and more did you ever feel like you might have had like that voice in the back of your head like girl um there's a there's this like did you like when did you start kind of feeling like "Mm, this may crash and burn like you need to chill a little bit like did you when did you start feeling that like was it in 2019 did you start like when you're adding the the loads of things of work and I think it was at the end of 2019 when I was like on the road um I was on the road doing it was funny because you know how people talk about like imposter syndrome I was like super duper in my imposter syndrome because I had kind of gone on tour see it's still even hard for me to say it was a tour I had gone on tour and it was like my first time doing anything that that was like over the span of multiple states and playing outside of Chicago and I kind of went buck wow I was kind of like all over the place uh I learned many lessons about like you know don't try to keep up with Wisconsinites when you're drinking that's a very big lesson Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. (laughs) they have like no (laughs) stopping yeah they don't they don't have stomachs (laughs) they don't have livers Um, yeah yeah so (laughs) there was I you know I had Again, like I said, I was freshly single from this relationship that I was in for a few years. So I was, you know, very peaked. My interest was very peaked by mm-hmm. a lot of male specimens. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just a lot of running around that I was doing. And I had already kind of moved to North Carolina, but I was pretty much putting it off until like the very last minute. It was like, if I could find something to do, if I could find a show to play or somewhere to go that wasn't North Carolina and like face having to be still, I was doing it. And then finally- She really was y'all, I'm just saying. I I moved my stuff to North Carolina, I think in July. Yeah. I actually moved my body and my car to North Carolina until October. I was like- Accurate. I still saw her a few times before I left for Florida. <laughs> Even though she left before me. <laughs> so, uh, it was like that. You know when you're, like, spinning? You know when you, mm-hmm. there's, like, a little, like, tunnel? It was, like, end of 2019 was the, it was the like, final phase of that funnel where everything is just, like, It's just it convoluted like nonsense. Just, yeah, just a mess. It, it looks like yeah. poop at this point, if you want to talk about yeah. colors. Like, it don't make no sense. Yeah. So that was like the point, I think, where I was like, oh, yeah, 
Mm. Because there is, and this is why, you know, I, I say the brain can be loyal. And I think sometimes we don't realize that things are being moved and situated in our lives towards something good. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't realize it at the time. But when I made the choice to move back to North Carolina, which if nobody knows, that's where I'm originally from. A lot of my, pretty much all of my family lives there. When I made the decision to move back, I knew, I didn't know why. I just knew, like, I felt like I wanted to go back. And so I decided to. And then as time, as I had time to, like, process that decision, you know, I had thoughts of, like, okay, well, maybe, you know, I have all of these dreams and aspirations as a musician or creative, and I need to just go back and really spend some time with my family before my life gets super, super crazy, you know, crazier than it already was, and rebuild my foundation. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I, like, actually got back and sat my butt down and had to like be present with the people that I was around and my family that I realized oh no there is a lot of stuff that I have been avoiding and I've been able to keep myself from thinking about or you know addressing Mm -hmm. over the last 10 years which was how long I was living outside of North Carolina so like 10 years I've been avoiding a lot of this stuff and especially when the pandemic hit because um 2019 to like moving into 2020 I was planning a tour I was like cool 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 we're gonna like have some family time and then I'm gonna get back on the road yeah and then the pandemic hit and I was like oh no that's not what's gonna happen and <laughs> he thought you were like, gonna go somewhere that's cute right, yeah exactly. yeah wow. uh, so yeah girl Mm. So I just we're in 2020. Then you're like the pandemic hit. Like now you you really just gotta you chill. You have no choice. You have no choice. So do, like what what were your first thoughts when that stillness that you have been avoiding for so long is finally meeting you? face-to-face like you ain't going nowhere like basically tying you up in a chair and you can't I hated it I hated it because I mean um for one I was I so I I live with my mom a cousin of mine and then my god sister who was seven so you know living with specifics especially my mom and a kid um those are new experiences for me i have not you know not living with my mom it's just been a long time since i lived with her so i really hated that part of it and i spent a long time just being like this is stupid like f this you know and just hating everything about it and then once it you know like we were in lockdown for a minute i was like okay well this is obviously not changing anytime soon so i guess i better learn how to accept the situation as it is um and then that had it you know it was like 
it's taken a long time just as far as like the family dynamic at home Mm -hmm. with my mom and other people in my family like it's it's been a it's taken time to get to a point of like seeing them for who they are seeing them you know and it's taken time for things to get better I'll just say that um but when the pandemic first hit and like we were all forced to sit still there was a lot of like guilt and there was a lot of like anxiety that I felt as well mm-hmm. you know in another way because this was supposed to year be the year 2020 was supposed to be the year and I made all of my my primary source of income was going to be music and then it's like okay well <clears throat> that's not you know that you know the odds of that happening are slim so what do I do and then I'm looking at all of my peers and they're like posting things on Instagram and like doing live videos and all these other things and I didn't necessarily feel like I was in a place to be doing all of that stuff but I wanted to stay you know relevant <laughs> so I felt like I had to be doing stuff and that just further made that feeling of guilt feel so much more you know deeper I guess and the, the guilt like what guilt like what guilt are you were you feeling um the guilt of like not having not having certain accomplishments or not having work to do you know like trying to fit not having things figured out it's like okay I can't perform so what else can I do and not you know and mind you I'm already like starting to be in the thick of like my mental you know stuff and accepting the fact that maybe you know depression is maybe something that you know I'm dealing with and so like dealing with all the personal and mental stuff and Mm -hmm. family stuff and then feeling like the one area where I actually have things kind of figured out I don't have figured out anymore and so it just made me feel like yeah I felt guilty because I didn't have things more figured out if that makes sense yeah yeah because I mean there's always uh you know this day and age I don't know you know can't speak for past times but especially with social media and and whatnot it makes you feel that if you're a certain age or at a certain point in your life you need to be doing x y and z by this time and it's just like you may be barely on d yeah you shoot you may not even be on c you know you're just creeping out of a and in society and yourself makes you feel like you're so behind and it's just like no that your journey is your journey your process is your process and just because someone may seem like that they're at z that doesn't mean they're bringing the excellence that they should be just because they were able to rush to it or you know there's some people have you know the middle like I was telling you about like you know, I loved how my blowout came out when I got it done a couple of weeks ago, but my scalp was paying the price because there wasn't proper cleansing care that I need for my scalp and how to treat it. So, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, the blowout looked great, but 
my scalp was struggling. So it couldn't, the blowout couldn't last as long as I wanted it to. So it's the same, same thing, you know, kind of deal. And we beat ourselves up because of it. And it's this constant battle. Okay. Well, I need, like you're saying, I need to make sure that I'm still engaging with people online, especially as an artist and a brand. And that's kind of the the way we're living now. But also, like, what am I doing for me and allowing the process to suit who I am as a person? Yeah, 100%. And, and um, I, <clears throat> a year ago, like around this time last year, um, I was doing, I was, you know, I didn't have access to therapy yet. So I was not doing, I was not in therapy yet, but I was listening to like every brown girl um, therapy, pot, like self-care podcast mm-hmm. I could get my hands on in hopes that it would give me some insight and clarity into like how to um, take steps towards being better for myself. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot that can be said about my um, struggles and things that I did with, did or like dealt with and um, revelations that came in 2020. But I think ultimately, um, the things like I'd say there's like ultimately there's some key things that define that whole process or like the whole the entirety of um, 2020 for me and. One of them was for one, it was firstly like accepting and being like officially diagnosed with depression, right? Mm-hmm. And anxiety and allowing that to settle and accept that and yeah. like understand that it's, you know, you were saying how like as black women, we always feel like we have to like work and work and work. And we oftentimes don't, for one reason or another, people in general, I think, but especially, you know, as black women, we don't give ourselves the luxury of um, defining our struggles or like Mm -hmm. pointing out or even accepting them. It's like, yeah, I understand that depression is a thing, but that's not me. That's an excuse, you know, for Mm -hmm. me when it comes to me. My friends can have me depressed, but me, if I, I can't say I'm depressed, that's an excuse for why I can't do stuff. But like, at the same time, it's like, I'm waking up or one, like not sleeping, or I'm waking up not wanting to do anything or feeling like, you know, it's like when you go to a doctor and say, yeah, I don't know, but it literally takes like I'm moving a mountain just to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, that is not right. That's not okay. And you like, <laughs> that's not normal. That's not right. Yeah. And- <laughs> <sighs> So that was a big thing for me. It was like accepting that, realizing that that's something that I've struggled with almost my whole life. And <clears throat> and then also understanding that it is that foundation. You know how I told you when I moved to North Carolina in my mind, I was like, sure, I'll build a better foundation. I was thinking like, I get my family to set me straight so that when I become, you know, big, I won't be one of those conceited people. I'll have, I'll be able to, you know, I'll be in touch with my roots. But really, it, I mean, like, <clears throat> that was my mindset at first. 
turns out that it went a lot deeper than that mm, and it really sure. is the foundation like you were saying like if we don't have that foundation of loving ourselves knowing who we are for ourselves if we don't have that like that standing of like knowing how the process works for us mm -hmm. knowing how to provide the care and the time and the rest that we need as people um that's that's a big part of just living and doing life as a person that that we miss out on that makes things a lot harder because it is it's like if you don't have that foundation like where where does your like where where do you get it from exactly everything else is fleeting exactly you know? exactly so it's that like confidence in self taking care of myself and spirituality was another thing that was really really big for me in 2020 and just like <clears throat> understanding that um i can have respect for my elders i can have respect for the people who teach me my spiritual leaders and everything else but ultimately my relationship with you know god or whatever other you know spirituality or faith that anybody might have that is a personal relationship that's a personal thing and you have to find your footing in that for yourself as well yeah i think i think a lot of people um forget like our no i don't want to say forget i think people a lot of people are afraid to really stand on their personal relationship with God um, versus what someone tells them, because then at times it could be then you are more you are held, then you have to realize you are more you're held responsible for what you do, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're held responsible for the decisions you make, how you treat people, what you do for yourself. Um, and then, or just feeling like, okay, well, God is leading me and this person teaches about God. So then I have to like do everything that they said that you do. And then, and then that's how people get messed up too, because that's the difference between like the God of the Bible versus other religions is just like you, you know, respect whatever you decide to believe i can't force you to believe in the the god of the bible and who he is and his truth but um the the beauty of that is it is a relationship it, it is as much as people have tarnished what that looks like and it always ends up falling back under the falsehood of religion and um christianese and christian culture and just not god in the first place it's yeah. still the the foundation of it is a relationship it is a a communication it is a spiritual guide i mean holy spirit i don't be afraid that god has mysticism and majestic like we're afraid to use even some terminology because someone else may use it and they have a different belief system that we do and we think that's evil and we we put evil things on terms that god gave us that created that are beautiful that can mean good and i think that totally hardens and makes 
the relationship aspect feel even harder than it needs to be. Um, yeah. And I think that's another aspect of aligning with your mental health of, of what that looks like. The pressure to do and be this one way, not only as um, a black woman, a woman, a believer, for us, believers in Christ, a sister, a daughter, an aunt, whatever, like these different things and that we think that, okay, this is how it should be because someone else said this and it's just like, well, what did God say to you? Mm -hmm. And is it aligning with what? And if like something needs to shift and change, that will come. And I think the pressure to fit, I think that's another reason we push ourselves into these molds that we think other people especially our our elders or our leaders think is for us and then we end up like burnt out and broken in different other ways not just in serving but just trying to live yeah because we have been told we need to do this like this and this and like that's not even how god created you to be um and it's just yeah, that's a that's a whole that's a whole nother I know I went off but No, I mean like you're making all of the good points. Uh, yeah, like that's a whole nother kit and caboodle, a whole nother episode. Um but yeah, like what you were saying with that just really meant, just what you were saying with that made me me think of that and how at times like even within like my own relationships and some family dynamics, sometimes people get uncomfortable and think I may be be arrogant or I'm being hard-headed and not receiving and because I question certain things or may say that it's wrong and it's mm-hmm. and it's like I know what they're coming from a, a good place and it's not to say I know better but I'm experiencing a different kind of freedom yeah. that that they are not yeah and having to t- learning also that at times, even though I think it's wrong, that I just have to bite my tongue. I mean, I can't always just call it out, too. Yeah. And learning that and walking in the humility of my freedom in that. And even though it's helping me and my mental health and my growth and my spirituality, that it may not help someone else at that time. Yeah. So I just need to hush it. But, again, we'll come back to that. Anyways, as you... Um, we're saying and going back to that um and being diagnosed with depression and anxiety you know what were your thoughts because i mean this is pretty recent um you know we're for you in the last few months or so so you know tell me you know tell us tell the people like what were you feeling when you first heard that like after sharing what you shared with your therapist and then getting to that point and like where are you now um well okay so i think i i told you this right i think i'm gonna stick with that analogy i gave you this analogy the other day Mm -hmm. and because i had we were supposed to have a call 
and I was like, I can't, girl. I'm feeling really anxious. Yes. And he was like, what triggered it? And I was like, I don't know. It's just there. <laughs> I'm still processing. And I said, I'm still processing the fact that that's even what it is. And um, I told you that it's like if you grew up and then all of a sudden somebody revealed to you that your third arm actually wasn't supposed to be there. And it's like, wow. So all of my life, I've been just getting through and making do with this extra weight. And, you know, to, you know, for lack of a better phrase, I've been going through life with this extra weight and not even realizing that it wasn't, it didn't need to be there. It's not supposed to be there. Right. So, like, when... I was told that and accepted that because that was a big thing too, just accepting that that's what it was. Exactly. You know? mm-hmm. um, it made me feel relieved. It made me feel like a little bit of the weight was off of my shoulder. And to be honest, at first I was like, okay, cool. So now I know that this is what it is. So now <laughs> I'm going to be better. I'm yeah. Like, oh, overnight. Learn some tactics, we're gonna breathe, and then I'll be better. And then I can go back to doing everything. And yes, girl. Live your best life, sis. <laughs> but <it's> Live not... <laughs> But that's not how it goes, does it? Exactly. That's not how it goes. Um so but you know, I am thankful that when I started that process, I had already been kind of um like I told you, listening to a lot of podcasts, doing mm-hmm. a lot of reading, praying, self, you know, writing things down. I do a lot, a lot, a lot of yeah. writing. Um, so I had already kind of like been starting to open myself up to the healing process. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful that like, even though that expectation was there, I was still open to, for things to go and run however they, they did. And so I'm still, I think it's been a few months now and um, I, I'm, where I am now is taking things one day at a time. Yes. And now that I've, you know, had some conversations with, you know, my therapist and um, kind of been able to pinpoint some of the things, you know, and some of the triggers and things from my past like a lot of a lot of things that I struggle with as an adult are a result of my experience as a kid mm-hmm. um, and as a child and and um, so that was another thing that I kind of had to allow myself to settle with and that I think I still struggle with that too is like how do I honor my past and how do I find the thing the you know, like the good when I have to accept that there was also so much bad Mm, girl but Mm. I've actually found that like um aunt of mine told me this a while ago she said you know sometimes we focus so much on trying to forget the bad stuff that we end up forgetting the good stuff too Mm -hmm. and the bad stuff is still there because Mm -hmm. we focus that's all we have focused on so as I allowed myself to really just I'll backtrack. I'll say where I am now is just allowing myself to be 
allowing myself to accept, you know, sit in my feelings, mm-hmm. sit in my thoughts, you know, and really defining how things stand for me. What is important? What is it from my past that I want to hold on to? What are the things that brought me pain that I need to let go of? What are things that I need to rearrange in my mind if, you know, we recalibrate how I think of those things. Right. So I'm really just like trying to allow myself to sit and not like run out on the, on, you know, it's like now all of these files are in this room that is my brain and I don't, you know, I can't just leave them all sitting there. I have to actually go through them and sort through them now. Ooh. So that's where I am. Yes. Um, and, but it's, it, you know, I feel like it's, it's a slow process, but mm-hmm. it's so worth it. And mm-hmm. I, um, after a few months of really tackling all of those things, I feel like I'm starting to see a little bit of the fruits of that labor. I, you know, sleep a little bit better now. I still, I don't wake up as many times as like, I don't wake up in like full blown panic attacks as much anymore. I can actually like sleep for a solid six hours without like waking up. Yes, I'm slightly jealous. (laughs) (laughs) So there's some, there's some, uh, did that answer your question? Yes, yeah, I think, you know, I think that's that's what it is. It's just like at the end of the day, um, through any journey that you're on, you have to be willing to take it one step at a time and not always want to rush through it. There's some things that, yeah, they'll go faster. They'll go by faster than others. Um, but I think I hope that um, what 2020 taught can teach all of us is that things take time you know um and like people a lot of people are still afraid to heal um i i had shared a, a post last night of just like you know no one tells you how um how healing can be much harder and hurt more than the actual wound and it's true you know because you're you're going down layers and layers of of stuff you know like just like you know the worse the wound and the deeper it goes the harder it is to heal um it's never a one layer thing you're a multi you're a multi-dimensional self your multi-dimensional being to ever think that what you will go through or how to fix it or will be a basic thing is is selling yourself short you're not no one's truly basic you know like we have these we're beautiful specimens creations um works of art that took time to mesh and mend and weld and all those things and we need to stop cheapening our healing processes because we want to feel better yeah um we need to give the respect that's due yeah. um a lot of times to ourselves because yeah. it's like 
um and you know because I don't want it I and I can I'll offer this example because I don't want it to just be all vague talk um and I so I want to offer like this specific example for me specifically mm-hmm. uh, particularly but um you know like so I grew up feeling like I grew up thinking like well not thinking I grew up being very emotionally independent because you know I realized that not realized but sorry I'm like trying to say this really fast and then Um, I grew up really emotionally independent because I didn't really have adults that were in a place in their lives at the time Mm -hmm. that could offer me that support Mm -hmm. and offer me that safety. And growing up as a young child, learning how to figure things out, do things, everything by yourself Mm -hmm. is a really hard way to, to get through life because then you get to a point where you're an adult and it makes it hard to connect with people. It makes it hard to depend on anybody but yourself. And, um, and when I like started tackling that, it was like, I felt like there's one hand on one hand, it's like, okay, well, does this mean that I, like, I have to hate my parents? Do I have to hate the people, you know, like all my aunts and my right. grandparents, like all the people who were present that couldn't offer that help to me. And it's like, there's a little bit of anger that sits there. And I felt entitled to that anger to a certain extent. But I also was like, I don't want to hate these people in my life. And that's the choice that I made. I don't want to sit in that anger. I don't want to hate them. And so I had to find a place where it was like, okay, I can recognize that because of where they were in their life, not even because they did it maliciously, because of where they were in their life, Mm -hmm. I had to struggle with this. And it wasn't just me struggling. They struggled through stuff too. Exactly. So like, we are all victims of that circumstance. And while the choices that they made left me in a position of hurt and pain, it doesn't mean that they are beyond redemption. It doesn't mean that our relationships are beyond redemption. But it does mean that I can honor myself and say that hurt. But exactly. work through that pain and then choose to like figure out how to mend those broken rooms you know what I mean yeah like you know realizing I think that's one thing too that's been so it's just so freeing when you can acknowledge the humanness of the adults in your life Mm -hmm. um whether it be parents or aunts and uncles cousins whatever um for sure and yeah you know I totally agree with that I think and then like and then it makes it a little bit easier for if you do need to set a boundary, if you do need to, you know, be like, okay, well, this particular, you need to talk to them about this particular thing and be like, okay, we got to be a, a pause on that. Totally. Um, that's not working for, for me anymore. That's not healthy. Totally. Um, and yeah. it makes those things easier and you can, you know, be able, not everyone... You know, and it's not to say you have to work everything out with everybody in your life. There's going to be times, I mean, another thing 2020 thought showed, it was like, no matter how long, if they have to go, they got to go. doesn't yeah. matter how long they've been in your life. Yeah. If it's not bringing, protecting your peace, if it is detrimental to, to not only your growth, I think, you know, growth is important, and but relationships are equally but if it's just detrimental to your spirit and who you are and your essence as a person, then yeah, yeah you got to put a pause on those people or let them go 
and but yeah. wish them well, you know, and, and move on. Don't sit in bitterness. Don't sit mm-hmm. in in anger. You know, sometimes you have to f- feel those things, and I won't say don't sit in them. Don't sit in them forever. Allow yourself to. There's going to be times where you got to process that, and and you'll sit in it for a little bit, but don't sit in it forever. Yeah. So, um, oh, this is always so good, but we're coming to. It's always like three hours worth of conversation. I know. Like an hour. It sucks, (laughs) but um, we'll definitely, you know, Nikki's one of my regulars, and so, um. Miss Dominique Nikki Black Bean Bella will definitely be back next season. But as we close out, my dears, there one thing I've been asking everyone, um, one piece of encouragement you'll like to leave the people with before we close. Something maybe from what you've learned recently or just, you know, yesterday, whatever. Just a, a piece of encouragement to leave with the people. Um, I guess if I had to say anything in this moment it would be that uh, if it's not something that you do already I would encourage you to learn how to trust yourself more learn how to discern from other people's voices and your own voice and it's okay if you're not there because I'm barely there but at least like if you acknowledge that voice and start to lean into that voice um, I think that serves each of us very very well on so many different levels of life yes i love it well again miss dominique thank you i love you i appreciate you thank you for sharing um i know it's not easy to share something that like you're freshly still in and on and (laughs) you know um but i'm just so glad you were so willing and um, i just appreciate you so thank you and to everyone who's been listening this season, thanks again. I hope you enjoyed these conversations and we'll be back later. I'll be back later with some more stories and love and light and all the good things, um, but also just encouragement to protect your peace and uh, protect your mental health. On that note, I'm out of here. Bye. Dominique, say bye. Bye.